Gemara Yomah. Today's daf is being studied in the Shema Dina Batzara. Ruach Hashem Tnehana Begin Eden. We begin today's daf in the Naanif Amud Bet. When we start from the Mishnah, now we're talking about how the Kohen Gadol made his way into the Kodesh Kodeshim. So it starts. Hayam Alech Bahaychal. Bahaychal. We're going from east to west. Bahaychal is in the western area of the Beit Hamikdash. The last. Uh, 60 Amot, let's say. 40 Amot of it is uh, Kodesh, and then 20 Amot, the last 20 Amot is the Kodesh Kodeshim. So he's walking into the Hechal, there's a, in the second Beta Mikdash, there's a parochet that separates the Kodesh to the Kodesh Kodeshim. The way the parochet is, it's a curtain, and then there's a Ma uh, space, and then there's a, another curtain. So he has to walk in and go around until he gets into the Kodesh Kodeshim this Amma over here the Gemaraz will discuss why they have to put an Amma uh, space over here as a buffer it's only the times of the second bet of Mikdash so it says until he gets so far the two Paruchot the two curtains some of the Lord and the Kodesh or the Kodesh Kodeshim separate between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodeshim and the Amma and in between them, there was an Amar. He said, no, there was only one parochet over there. Shani Amar, he did a parochet, a chem, and a kodesh, uben, kodesh, a kodeshim. Let's see how um, Rabbi Tarakama learns that pasuk. Rashi says, shtea parochot, parofet, perufot, perufot is spread out, minat safon, the darom. Right, it's going south north or north south. This way is north south of the Beit Hamikdash. Um, one is behind one. One is on the outside. One is on the one is on the inside. Gemara Shapir Kamar the Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Banan. Rabbi Yosef has a good proof. He wrote a pasuk. Pasuk is masked as only one parochet. Rabbi Banan Amilach and he made it be Mishkan. Rabbi Mikdash Sheni Kevan Velo Havai Amat Teraksin. Which means, in the Mishkan, you're right, there was one uh, parochet. That pasuk that he quoted was from the Mishkan. However, came into the Bet HaMikdash, Bedashini specifically, there was no Amatraksin. Amatraksin basically was a wall that was uh, built uh, in the first Bet HaMikdash. It was a mamash wall, uh, had the thickness to it, and it separated between the Kodesh and Kodashim. But they didn't have that wall in the second Bet HaMikdash, and they didn't know that area where that wall was, what its, what its status was. So they built the parochet, they left that status open, that amma, and they built a, another wall, uh, a parochet behind it. So basically you have the thickness of that amma teraksin that used to be in the first Beit HaMikdash, is now the space between the two parochot. Rashi, amma teraksin. And the Amud Rishon, Rashi will tell you what is that lashon teraksin. Now he's just going to tell you what it was. Kach nikhret. That's what it's called. Kotel mechitza shevsig b'mikdash rishon. Aba b'mikdash sheni shaita gavoa arba'im amma lo asauhu. The second bit of mikdash, that area was very high. So they couldn't build a wall that would be able to, you know, stand. Especially it's very narrow. There's such a high place. They didn't build a wall. The fish, you know, it's only a ma wide. 
Arbaim Amma. Or Losif Alovia Yevshah. So why don't they just make a thicker wall? They can't because whatever it says in the Pasuk is Miyad Hashem Alayi Skil. It has to be done according to the, you know, whatever God told Shalom So basically that was in the uh, first Petah. So in the Mishkan you had the Sparochet, and then in the first Petah Mikdash they had this area called Damat Raksin, this wall that was built. In the second Petah Mikdash they didn't know the status of this Amat Raksin. Is it Kodesh? Is it Kodesh Kodeshim? So they, they buffered it. They built it, uh, you know, or they built a Parochet. They couldn't build them, so they couldn't build a, a wall because it, it was too high. But if it is, they built two parochot with the thickness in between. When Megdash Rishon, who the Havai? And the Bet Megdash was there. Vistapaka, the whole Rabbanan Bekdushate. The rabbis had a safek on that Kedushah of that Amma. Ikelifnim, Ikelachutz. Is it considered lifnim inside, or is it considered lachutz? And therefore, what did they do? Ravuch te parochot. They made two parochot to, you know, lock in that uh, Amma. In between, and we'll see exactly why they had a uh, why they had a sefik. Is it has the din of a kedushat ha'echal that would be considered kelachutz? Uh, uh, therefore, you need to put uh, one on the outside and um, one on the inside, one on the inside, and one on the outside, just in case the kotel is considered uh, 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 me kodesh kodashim. So therefore, they blocked it out like that. And you see, because you have to walk a Around it in order to get it. You cannot walk straight in his, uh, uh-huh. his curtains. Uh, this picture right here? You have the picture then? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, very good. Yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. There we go. You see, it's opened. Uh, it goes east west and he's going on the you walk around the north side. Around. That's right. a zigzag. Zigzag, north south. Zigzag. Okay, come on, I was reading the subject now. Okay. Okay, now we're going to discuss the uh, path that the Kohen Gadol took when he went into the Kodesh Kodeshi. Basically, three opinions over how he walked in. He walks into the Hechal, he's going to get into the Kodesh. On one side of the Kodesh, you have the uh, Shulchan, and on one side, you have the Menorah. So one opinion will say he walked on the side of the Shulchan, and one say he'll walk on the side of the Menorah, and one's going to say uh, he walked well not in the middle, but uh, he walked uh, by the wall. Yamanas and everything will be documented from where they learned it from. Ben Amizbeah the Menorah Hayam Mehalich. That's the first opinion. That he walked on the menorah side, the south side of the Beit Hamikdash, was the menorah, and then here's the menorah. Let's say this is the wall. I give my the wall. The menorah, let's say, against the wall. Here's the mizbeach in the middle. So he walked, and he goes to the south area, and he walks right over here, in between menorah and mizbeach, as he's going to get in, and that makes sense because that's where the opening was. So he walks right over there, walks straight into the Kodesh Kodesh. Exactly on the other side, on the north side. Ben Shulchan Mizbeah. Now we have to see why we'd walk that side. We would have to walk on the north side and then make all go around to the to the south side. We'll see why he holds that opinion. 
said he walked on the north side, but he walked over here behind the shulchan. There was space between the shulchan and the kotel. The kotel is under the table over here, so he would walk over here. Man Yesh Omrim, who's the opinion of Yesh Omrim? So Amar Khazdar Biyosehi. The Amar Petcha Besafon Ka'eh. Very good. He says actually the Petah to the uh, to the Parochet was on the north side. Oh, wow. So therefore, oh, the if you hold it on the north side, you have a picture over there, good. So if you say, oh, you have a picture there? Yeah, next page. Okay. Oh, this is yesterday. Perfect. So if it's on the north side, and he said there was only one Parochet to be Yosef, if you remember, in Amishnah. There's only one parochet. The petal's on the north side. So they just go straight in. Boom. Go to the go, go against the wall and walk straight in. So comes in and says, Beautiful. And the Beuda that says, You walk on the south side in between the Menorah and the Mizbeah because he said the petal was on the south side. He said there were two, uh, there were two parochot and the first parochot was open on the south side. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. You walk up the south wall or south uh, area of the Beit HaMikdash and you walk straight into the, uh, into the petal. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Meir, Keman Svirale. Rabbi Meir, who's he holding like? Meman Afshach. He, Rabbi Meir, Svirale, Niol, Rabbi If he holds the petal was on the south side, let him walk between the Menorah and the uh, Mizbeah on the south side. The E can be Yosef, Svirale, and if he holds it, was on the north side. So therefore, Ni'ol can be Yosef. So let him walk between the Shulchan and the Mizbaya. What is he holding? He's going on the north side, and he's walking between the Shulchan and the wall. What's that? Where's he getting that from? The Olam can be Yosef, Svirale. He holds that can be Yosef. That what? There was one curtain. And the curtain was open on the north side. The Amadecha, Shulchanot, Safon, Vedarom, Munachim. Remember we said that there was ten shulchanot that they used to have. One was the original shulchan. They used to put five on the right and five on the left. So it says which direction did they used to put these uh, shulchanot. So he's going to hold that they put these shulchanot going safon darom. Okay, so here's the uh, northern wall. So they line them up against the safon darom wall. It says, umapsikale shulchan the shulchan is blocking between him and the mizbeach and therefore he's not going to be able to walk between the shulchan and the mizbeach he can only walk between the shulchan and the wall why? Rashi shulchanot safun daramunahim big Rashi but it uh, moves Esfer shulchanot asa shalomu right? ten tables shalomu mentioned imar hamesh miyamin hamesh misimur you can't say five on the right side and five on the left side because we know that the shulchan is only allowed to be in the safon. So you couldn't put five in the safon and five in the darom. That's not an option. So where they put the ten tables? It was all on one side. Five on the right, five on the left. The Moshe Rabbeinu's was the original one in the middle. Okay, now how was it placed? So it says, mm-hmm. Some said they were placed east-west. So we're going east-west along the uh, other wall. So they no, it was going north-south. Rashi Shulchanot, Menat Safon, Ladarom, Ayu Hamesh, Mishura Achat, 
פונה ראשה של זו לראשה של זו, back to back to each other. והשולחן המאתיים אורכו. Right? The shulchan itself was two in length. Have amot, which means if you have uh, five, so five times two is ten, and that's good. Which means so you have two rows of um, two rows of five, and Moshe Rabbeinu's in the middle. Now it's important to say that um, right that uh, it's two, and um, she's going to tell you that it has to be not. Further than that, because then the whole hechal or kodesh was twenty amma. So you're putting it exactly at the halfway part. If we go a little more to the south side, then already you'd have some of the shulchan protruding on the south side, which is not good. So he says, You had to put the first shulchan up against the wall. Even if you put it a little off the wall, a little, exactly. Because now the last table is going to be already partly in the, in the south side. Because the whole hechal is 20 amma. בדרום, אל כך מפסיקי שולחנות את הדרך ולא מתעילה בין שולחן לכותל. So therefore, he cannot go uh, בין שולחן לכותל, because the kotel is, uh, the kotel is blocked by the, by, by, by the table. So that's not an option. ואם תאמר אף בן המזבח לשולחן אין דרך So what did Rabbi Meir What did Rabbi Meir say to do He walks בין השולחן למזבח So he's asking Well there's no room there either Because the מזבח is right in the middle And it's, if you're putting five שולחנות It's going ten amot right to the, to, the, to, the, to the wall of the מזבח Sadi walk over there the Mizbah was a little towards the east a little so therefore it wasn't exactly flush against the table so therefore there was space for him to walk between the Mizbah and the Shulchanot so we answered which means he held they were Safon Darom the ten tables so the only way you're going to be able to position them that they don't go into the south side Bichlal, is if the, the first table is flush against the wall so therefore he cannot hold <coughs> like Rabbi Yosef that you walk between the wall <laughs> along the wall <laughs> what is Rabbi Yosef held? oh Rabbi Yosef held that the ten tables were placed east-west so since they were placed east-west, they were mashuk off the wall a little. They could afford it. And therefore, he would walk between the <coughs> shulchan and the, and the wall itself. There was the space. Mashiach, and according to this uh, Rabbi uh, Meir, uh, there's no space. And that explains it. Comes again on a Because if the mezbah is directly across the table, so then he can't even walk between the shulchan and the table either. Because the, the fifth table is against the mezbah. So he said it was mashuk. It wasn't directly across. So therefore there was space over here that he could walk. Right. He walked. He walked in the north. Right, zigzags, exactly. Because the Mizbeah blocked him. He walked around the Mizbeah and then he walks uh, in front of the last Shulchan. So he went down and gives you the pen. Okay, we bite him.
really I can tell you to be mere holds they were against the wall uh, they were against the wall so then why didn't he walk against the wall he had, he had space, if it was east-west he could walk against the wall so he says Umishum orach but it's not uh, to walk straight now she says you're telling me there was one curtain and the curtain was open on the north side so basically when he's walking up the wall his, his, his eyes are directly into the Kodesh Kodeshim that's not Kavod the Kavod to look directly into the Kodesh Kodeshim as he's walking in so therefore I told him move a little uh, uh, to the south a little so walk between the Shulchan and the Mizbeah uh, what did the B.O.C. hold? The B.O.C. held that there was one curtain. The curtain was open on the north side. <coughs> and he was walking Mamash on the wall. Uh, up the uh, uh, wall to, 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 to the Kodesh Kodashim. So the video said, Amalecha Havivin Yisrael. The Jewish people are beloved. Shnot katub We don't need a shaliyah. We can pray to God ourselves and we can get to Shuvah ourselves. We don't need a, a proxy. Okay, so we don't need a proxy. So why is that allowed the Kohen Gadol to walk straight into the Kodesh Kodeshim? So the she says, Ela, third line, Kol Echad Ve'echad Mitpalel Al Atzmo. Everybody can pray for themselves, like it says, Shereman Asher Yida'un Ish Negal Ebabo. Upires Kapav Ela Baitazir. Let him come to this house and pray to me. Hilkach Habibu Shiluchan Nikanes Lepumbi. That since this Kohen is representing Klal Yisrael, who is Habib, so God said, Adraba, to show his Habibut uh, of Klai Israel, we're going to let the Shaliyah of Klai Israel walk in openly on the wall, even though he's going straight into the. Fine, Adraba, it's Kemudanshal it's Israel that the Shaliyah should walk in the Pumbi. Okay. So therefore, since there's two curtains, you're just looking at a curtain. You're seeing the inner curtain. So therefore, let him walk against the wall. He'll get his garments blackened. Because the, the wall where the menorah was had all the, the soot. So therefore, if he's going to walk against the wall, he's going to get his big day kewana dirty. So therefore, practical. Let him walk between the mizbayah and the menorah. But you think something else. He's not looking anyway. He's holding the he's holding the trapeze. There's no one any of the to fall down. You gotta balance it. You gotta look at the Even according to another opinion, you're not looking at it. Yeah, but, but it looks like he's looking directly at it. You know what I mean? The truth is no more. He's looking straight. Actually he's looking at his uh looking down. Okay. If he was looking down, then I don't know. Two guys, two different ways of doing that. Some people uh, look at it, some people don't look at it. They look straight. Two ways. Amar binatan, okay, that's why you're talking. Amar binatan. Amar binatan. Amar teraksin lo echli obo hakamim ikelifnim ikelachutz. Wow, this amar teraksin, uh, which is this uh, wall, that she's going to tell you why they call it teraksin. That's the first uh, she the teraksin. Nashon panim vachutz. 
Tarak, Sin. Tarak is inside, Sin is outside. Remember we said the, the Hasidim Rishonim used to bring their perot into the house because they wanted to be mechayev in ma'asrot. So trak is traksimon, inside and outside. Traksimon, traksim, inside and So they called this amat traksim because they didn't know if it's considered panim, or is it considered achor? So there was, there was a wall, basically, originally. So now, this uh, thickness of this wall was an amma. So they want to know, is this amma, when you're, you're going in from the uh, ulam, and you're going into the hechal, and now you're getting closer to the Kodesh Kodeshim, when you get to this area over here, is this area over here, kilifnim? Kodesh Kodeshim area, or is this over here, Echal area? So now the Gemara says, What's the question? It's 60 Amma long by 20 Amma wide, and 30 Amma high. And the way you break down the 60 is 40 of it was Hechal. And then in front of it was another 20 Amma. So they broke up the Hechal by 40 and 20. The Kodesh area was 40. And the Kodesh Kodeshim was 20. Altogether equal 60 Amma long. Right. We're assuming that the Amma Teraksin is part of the 60. We just don't know is it part of the 40, which is towards the outside, or is it part of the 20, which is towards the inside. The person doesn't give us any indication. It just tells us this is the measurement. Okay, now there's, there's an Amma over here. Which side does that Amma go? It's right, it's right at the point. Who told you? Maybe it's not part of anything. Who told you that they were counting walls over here? Could be the thickness of the wall doesn't get counted in the measurement at all. Maybe they're only discussing the halal, the open space. That there was 40, then there's a wall. We're not counting the halal, that wall. That was a block. And then behind the wall, there was another 20. Why are you assuming that the thickness of that wall has to be part of the 40 or the 20? Maybe there's 61 Amma in the, in the Beit HaMikdash, and the thickness of this wall is not uh, counted the uh, Bechla. They're only counting open space. We still don't need to know what the wall is. Well, who, who, who told you it's part of the 40 or it's part of the 20 that you're having a, a Safek? Maybe when it said 60, it doesn't count it Bechla. Nashi. Nashi. No, no, Nashi. The Gemara says, Teda, and I'll prove it to you. This saying it's nothing? It's nothing, exactly. It's Switzerland. Oh. The, the Pasuk says, the 20th is Hashim and the 40th is Kodashim. So this is neither Kodesh nor Kodesh Hashim. It's a wall. So it's extra. It's extra. It's extra. It's never status. It's a, it's a wall. So it's never status of Kodesh Kodashim. Everybody can stand there. Technically, you can get there. And here we have the picture. Good. Which is, if you're telling me it's 60, and it's part of the 60. Already the Torah told me what the 60 is. I see the Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodeshim. So that, that wall's got to be something. But if you tell me it's not either this nor this, because we're not counting the thickness of walls, so therefore it could be its own uh, domain. 
So the Gemara says, Stand up. And I'll prove it to you that they didn't count walls as part of the 60. How are you going to prove that to me? Which means, whenever the Pasuk uh, is counting the Midot uh, of the walls of the Beit HaMikdash, they count it. They count this amount, the quarter that's separated between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodeshim, separately besides the 40 Amah. You can see Pasuk now, or you see a Mishnah that's going to count the length of the Beit HaMikdash, and you're going to see they count the 60 separately and the wall separately. So you see it's not part of the Hashbon. Litan, Mishnahin, Midot. Sol Hechal. Not the, the part that was called the, the, the Ulam. The Ulam, no. No, we're getting that to that now. We're, we're on the western side of the Beit HaMikdash already. The last 60 Amma of the Beit HaMikdash is 40 Kodesh and 20 Kodesh Kodeshim. Of course, there's more on the other to the east side. And there's more on the west behind the Kodesh. And there's more on the west. There's more behind, and there's 40 Amma the other way. We're going to discuss it now. There's the whole Ulam. That's the Kodesh. Continue. So now the Mishnah comes along and gives you the whole measurement of the Beit HaMikdash. Sometimes Echal we use it for the Kodesh. Sometimes Echal and the Mishnah they mean the whole area of the Beit HaMikdash. You have to know based on the measurements that they're giving you where they're talking about. Now they're talking about the whole uh, Echal uh, of the Beit HaMikdash. Good Nazarot and everything. So Echal Me'ah Al Amma Berum Me'ah So it's 100 uh, long, 100 uh, wide by 100 uh, uh, high. Okay, now uh, now let's go calculate how you do this. Kotel ha'ulam. We're going, uh, I guess we're going from east to west. Okay. How was the ceiling after? Was open. It was open. Well, no, me'ama. Me'ama what? And the walls? No, me'ama walls high. No, okay. That was open outside, yeah. And then it was open. Yeah, it was open. It was open. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? So therefore, yeah. the of the ulam, that means the thickness of the outer kotel mizrahi of the ulam was how much? Hamish. Okay, the ulam going from east to west, achatisri. Kotel aichal, and then the western wall of the aichal. Is shesh ve orko arbaim ama ve ama teraksin ve aslim ama bet kotcha kodashim. So right there you see it. When it got into the ulam, it gave you 40, and then it gave you the ama teraksin, and then it gave you 20. So you see the Mishnah is separating between the ama teraksin and the 40. Uh, and the 20 one, it's giving you the Hajbonot. And continue the Mishnah anyway. That's the western, all the west, western wall, the thickness was six. That's the offices that were behind the Kotel, uh, there were six Amma. The thickness of the wall of the town, the office, was Hamesh Amod. And there, that's just giving you the, the behind the Kodesh Kodeshim. No, yes, it is. It's telling you that it's not part of the 40, it's not part of the 20. Once it's not part of the 40, once it's not part of the 20, it's not the Kodesh, it's not Kodesh Kodeshim. The Pasukim say 40 is Kodesh, 20 is Kodesh Kodeshim. So if it's part of one of those, so then it's either Kodesh or Kodesh Kodeshim. But if you tell me it's not part of the 40 and part of the 20, it's Switzerland. 
It's Switzerland. So therefore, what do you tell me you have a safek for? You have a safek for. The, from the Mishnah, clearly it says you didn't count that area. It's uh, David Meyer, read the Rashi's over here. Kotel Ulam. He's giving you the thickness of the wall besides the Yud Aleph Amma of the Yechal itself. Okay, that's that. Okay, we got that. Right. Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Ela Kedushatir. <laughs> so you okay, that wasn't the suffix. The Kedusha is, you consider this Kedifnim, uh, which means like the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kodashim, or do you consider it like Kedusha of the Echal that was outside of it? Which means, even though you're right, it's not part of the 40 and it's not part of the 20. However, logically, it should be part of one of them. We're not going to put a neutral zone in the middle of two quarter zones. Originally, we thought it's either part of the 40 or the 20. Now, that's not it. It's not part of 40, part of 20. But still, the Gemara says we can stop a safek. Do you put it to the Mizrah side or do you can put it to the Ma'arab side? If you put it to the Mizrah side, it's Kodesh. If you put it to the Ma'arab side, it's Kodesh Kodeshim. Not part of the 40-20. Big deal. It's still a, it should go to one of the sides. <coughs> it's not a separate zone. So you want to say, It says in the Pasuk in Melachim, Udvir, Dvir is a wall. They put a wall so they can prepare from inside to put the Aron. From this pasuk, based on where you're going to put comments and how you're going to read it, it'll decide where the wall is. So this rabbi called uh, Yosef Ish Hutzal said like this uh, How is the pasuk supposed to be read? Udvir you put a wall in the house to separate the two areas. Mipinima and from in the wall, meaning from uh, to the west of the wall, to the inside of the wall, towards the Kodesh Kodeshim, and that's where already he prepared to put the uh, to put the uh, the, the Aron. And then what's mashma that only from inside is Kodesh, but the wall itself is not. He put a wall, and from anything inside the wall, he prepared to put the Aron. And the wall itself is not. Odil Mahi Kama, Udvir Betochabayit, Mipenima, which means that the Mechitsa that they put in the Bayit is Bichlal Penima. That's included in the Benim, which means when it says Mipenima, is it including the wall or not including the wall? We don't know that. Penima, how to learn it. And that was the Safik. This pasuk, I learned this one pasuk in uh, in, uh, in the Nevi'im. Rashi. Hechi kamar kera, miyamrinan, hachi kamar. Udvir betoch habayit, mechitza asa, dvir is mechitza. Shibaf sikit betoch habayit. Mepenima hechin. Velefnim meota pechisa, mechisa. Hechin makom halala, vizminu detet shametarun alma devir gufe, nabibushat penimu. Odelma, Maybe the makoma debir gufem shel panim v'otoh echin letitos shem v'otoh kriyat taron. He prepared the wall itself 
as part of the Kodesh Kodeshim to put the Aaron over there. So the Gemara says, wait, 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 you're telling me that this Rabbi called Yosef Ishutzal had a Safik, had to learn this Pasuk? Can't be. Because we know from another place that this same Rabbi said that he only has a Safik on five Pesukim in the Torah, what they mean. That is not one of the five. So you can't tell me how to suffer on this pasuk over there. We know he said there's five pasukim that we don't know what they mean, and this is not one of the five. The Gemara is going to answer. No, there's five pasukim in the Torah. This is from the Navi, and therefore he had many sefikot could be outside of this pasuk. The Gemara says, what are the five? Umim misafkele ve'atanya. The Gemara says something amazing over here. First of all, we have to make a stira. We have to find that Yosef Ish Hutzal is the one that said five Pesukim. But we don't have a statement of Yosef Ishutza. We have a statement of Isi ben Yehuda. But we'll figure it out. Isi ben Yehuda omer hamesh mikraot batorah en lahem mechraya. Now the Gemara is going to say that he's the same rabbi. Now continue. Where are the five Pesukim? Five Pesukim are Se'et that's one. Meshuk Kadim is two. Mahar is three. Arur is four. And Bekam is five. Okay, let's, uh, let's get the Gemara first. Then we'll go to explain you all five. Me'at Tanya, this is part of the question. Who Yossi Ishutsan? Who Yosef Ababli? Who Isi ben Yehuda? Who Isi ben Gur Ariyeh? Who Isi ben Gamliel? Who Isi ben Mahalalel? Uma Shemo Isi ben Akiba. Shemo. So you had a lot of uh, aliases. Yeah, a lot of names. So the Gemara says, and that's not one of the Sefikot. Zari Tabi has a Sefik in the Pasu. Bedeoraita Leka. Bedebieika. You're right. All these peskim that he quoted are all peskim in the Torah. He said in the Torah I have five sefikot, but in the Nevi'im could be there's uh, more. Ah, but the right Aneka. What do you mean? There's another one in the Torah that's a sefik. It says in the pasuk that Moshe uh, Rabbeinu sent the Ne'arim to bring korbanot. So it says Vayalu Olot. So the Gemara says, what type of olot? Kivasim. Now it doesn't say what kivasim in the pasuk. It says vayalu olot. Parentheses. What what's the olot that they brought? Mistama they brought kivasim. Vayizbehu zevachim shelamim parim. And they brought zevachim also. And the pasuk says, what was the zevachim? Parim. Parim is in the pasuk. So it says they brought uh, olot. What's the olot? Kevasim. And they brought Zivachim, Shalamim, Parim. That's one way of learning. Or Dilma, Idi, Idi, Parim. Or maybe it's all, don't put a comma. Bayalu, Olod, Bayizbehu, Shalamim. And what were all of them? Parim. So it's about, look at what the Olot were. Were the Olot Kevasim? Or the Olot Parim? And it all depends on how you read the Pasuk. If you read it, Bayalu, Olot. That's like an Atna. Olot, comma. Kibasim, all you read it, read it together like a shalom yehupach, where it puts it together. So we don't we don't know the the, the right way to read the pasuk, and the tamim have no echneya. We don't know which the right tamim. So the so also and that has that be question on this pasuk. So the Gemara says, what do you want? The Rav Chazdam is afkele. The Isi ben Yudah pshitale. Yeah. So Isi ben Yudah knew the answer to this question. 
So therefore, he didn't have a sefek on Vayalu uh, Olot. Okay, now, and, and if the Gemara leaves us in a, in a, in a, in a, in a abeyance, what's the status of this uh, Amah? And it's all based on how to learn a pasuk on a navi that we have a sefek. How you learn mepinima, mepinima including the wall, or mepinima not including the wall. Now, what are the five sefek? Let's just go quickly. The first pasuk is seet. That is by Kayim. Very good. Intetiv seet. Veimlo lepeta hatat rovets. The simple way we understand it is intetiv. If you do good, you make the shuvah, do the mitzvot, seet you. You'll be forgiven. You'll be elevated. Vim love, you know, the petatatrobets. Some say, say, imtetiv, period. And then, se'et lahatat. The se'et is connected to the second. Vim lo. Se'et im lo. How? Rashi. Se'i. Halo imtetiv se'et. Ulshon semichahu. Or, se'et im lo tetiv. Ulshon nesi'ut avonu. You're going to carry the avon. So therefore the se'et can be going on the first part of the pasuk, imtetiv se'et, or it's going on the end of the pasuk that you're going to carry the avon if you don't make the teshuvah. We don't know where the se'et belongs. Next one, Meshukadim is by the menorah. Remember we said that by the menorah itself, there was seven sticks and there's four cups. Right? So it says, arba'ah givi'in Meshukadim. And the Giveim themselves, Meshukadi means they're like picturesque. They had the, a design on it. So is the design going on the Giveim? Arba'a Giveim Meshukadi. Or Meshukadim Kaftoreh Ufrachaya. Or is the Meshukadim going on the next part of the Pasuk? Meshukadim Kaftoreh Ufrachaya. That's going on the Kaftorim and the Perachim. Or is it only on the Giveim? So, that, so, it's, so that, that word's in the middle. So you put it to the right, you put it to the left. Machar, that's where Amalek. God tells Yoshua, go fight Yoshua. I'm sorry, God tells Moshe, go tell Yoshua. Tell him to go fight Amalek tomorrow. That's one interpretation. Or save the Amalek, period. Tomorrow I'm going to pray for you. The prayers will start tomorrow because tomorrow you're going to be in trouble. But today, you'll be okay. So is the Mahar going on the Tefilot? Or is it going on the wall? Arur. Arur is by the Birchat Yaakov. When he blessed, or he's blessing his children, so he said, Shimon v'levi achim kele Hamas mechirotehem besodam atavon nafshir bekalam atat kebodi ki bersonam harguish ki beapam harguish u bersonam ekerushor. Arur. Says, willingly Who's the shor? Shechem. They killed the, the animals of Shechem. And Shechem is what? Arur. So the Arur is going on Shechem. The curse of Shechem, because Shechem is the grandson of Ham, the son of Noah. So, Ubertsonam Ekerushor Arur. What do you say now? Ubertsonam Ekerushor. Period. Arur Apam. The anger should be cursed. So the Arur is a swing word. We don't know where to put it. We're going to see the way he says it. Arur. Good. And after you die, these people, the Jewish people are going to rise up and worship Abu Dazara. 
וכאן, הנה כאן שוכבים אבותיך וכאן, וכאן רמז לו תחיית המתים. או וקם העם הזה וזנה. So where does the וקם go? Does the וקם go on משה, או the וקם go on the סף of the פסון העם? ויעלו עולות כבשים. Now, Rashi's bothered, like the Gemara, and Hagiga also brings this, and the Gemara says, what do you care what korbanot they brought on that day? The Gemara says, my nafkamina, my dahava hava. Do you care if the olot on that day were kevasim or they were parim? So no it's not any of these oh no no! These are these are how you the pasuk. Do you have a remez with the or you have a remez with the You have a remez with the This is reading a pasuk. Stop to make a whole discussion of if there was kevasim or was parim. What are you making a big deal? It's a sefek. My dava. What is what they brought? No 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 halachic ramifications. So Yemara says. Then I've come here, they've so kind of the time. So I've come here, how you put the time in? Should we put an atna over there? Should we put a kadma over there? If you tell me that Olot is separate than the Zabahim, we are Olot, atna or kadma, therefore it's a separation. But if you tell me it's all the same Kurban, we put a Shafar Meopat, we are Olot, Barim. So that she says that's not Kimina. Not Kimina, the Sokan at the Tam, but Nahta. At the Tam is where the Kama. Or the Maidi Vidi Parim, then at Nahta Betam or not. Don't put any Kama by the Tam of Olot. Ela Tam Girash. Girash like a Shofar Meopach. We are no Olot, Kirish Tabel Shilahara. Okay. That's it. Baruch Anuan Olam. What time do we have?